Section 2 of The Obscure Night of the Soul by St. John of the Cross. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book 1 of The Night of Sense In an obscure night, with anxious love inflamed, O happy lot, forth unobserved I went, my house being now at rest. Explanation here the soul describes the way and manner of its departure, as to all selfish and other affections, dying thereto and to itself by real mortification, so that it may come to the sweet and pleasing life of love in God. It went forth from itself and from all things in an obscure night, by which is meant purgative contemplation, as I shall hereafter explain, which leads the soul to deny itself and all besides. This departure of the soul was effected in the strength and fervor of love with which the bridegroom inspired it in the obscure contemplation for that end. The soul magnifies its own happiness in having journeyed Godwards in that night so successfully as to escape all hindrance on the part of its three enemies, the world, the devil, and the flesh, which are always found infesting this road. For the night of purgative contemplation had lulled to sleep and mortified in the house of sensuality all passions and desires in their rebellious motions. Chapter 1 Of the Imperfections of Beginners In an Obscure Night Souls enter this obscure night when God is drawing them out of the state of beginners, which is that of those who meditate in the spiritual way, and is leading them into that of proficients, the state of contemplatives, that, having passed through it, they may arrive at the state of the perfect, which is that of the divine union with God. That we may the better understand the nature of this night through which the soul has to pass, and why God leads men into it, it is necessary to touch upon certain characteristics of beginners, that they may perceive the weakness of their state, take courage, and desire to be led of God into this night, where the soul is established in virtue and prepared for the inestimable delights of his love. Though I shall dwell at some length upon this point, I shall do so no longer than suffices for the immediate discussion of the obscure night. We are to keep in mind that a soul, when seriously converted to the service of God, is, in general, spiritually nursed and caressed as an infant by its loving mother, who warms it in her bosom, nourishes it with her own sweet milk, feeds it with tender and delicate food, carries it in her arms, and fondles it. But as the child grows up, the mother withholds her caresses, hides her breasts, and anoints them with the juice of bitter aloes. She carries the infant in her arms no longer, but makes it walk on the ground, so that, losing the habits of an infant, it may apply itself to greater and more substantial pursuits. The grace of God, like a loving mother, as soon as the soul is regenerated in the new fire and fervor of his service, treats it in the same way. For it is then furnished without labor on its own part with spiritual milk, sweet and delicious in the things of God, and in devotional exercises with great delight, 
God giving it to the breasts of his own tender love, as a mother to her babe. Such souls, therefore, delight to spend many hours, and perhaps whole nights, in prayer. Their pleasures are penances, their joy is fasting, and their consolations are the use of the sacraments and the frequentation of divine offices. Now spiritual men generally, speaking spiritually, are extremely weak and imperfect here, though they apply themselves to devotion and practice it with great resolution, earnestness, and care. For being drawn to these things and to their spiritual exercises by the comfort and satisfaction they find therein, and not being confirmed in virtue by the struggle it demands, they fall into many errors and imperfections in their spiritual life. For every man's work corresponds to the habit of perfection which he has acquired. These souls, therefore, not having had time to acquire those habits of vigor, must, of necessity, perform their acts, like children, weakly. To make this more evident, and to show how weak are beginners in virtue, in those good works which they perform with so much ease and pleasure, I proceed to explain with reference to the seven capital sins, pointing out some of the imperfections into which beginners fall in the matter of each of them. This will show us plainly how like children they are, and how great are the blessings of this obscure night of which I am about to speak, seeing that it cleanses and purifies the soul from all these imperfections. End of section 2